like family with Brenda Donoghue. In this edition of Like Family, we are looking at how our online lives are impacting on our real-world family relationships. The minute you start a conversation, it's they try to shut you down very quickly. Yeah, or you know, can we talk about that later? Or not now? Soon, mom? Or you know, it's very hard to get a conversation going, and you know. There's going to be a bad mood if they don't have their technology and it's upsetting. And you can join the conversation on Twitter at Brenda Donoghue or email brenda at rte.ie. We all love our smartphones and our online access, but childhood is a short window in which to develop real-life relationships with parents, brothers and sisters friends, school pals and teachers. Dennis Courtney is a school principal in St John's National School in Kenmare and he was concerned about the impact of digital technology on the real world experiences of children in a school. So he invited families to take part in a digital detox. And I'm here in a classroom in St John's. There you go. To meet Dennis, some parents and some of the children to discuss technology and how they get on with their digital detox. So Dennis, was there a moment when you decided that you were going to launch this digital detox initiative? We were reviewing our um, digital safety programme here in the school and I suppose we decided to get some survey results from the parents of four to six class. And I suppose when we sent out this survey, we didn't know what we were going to get back, but I suppose we were quite startled by the results of what we got and we found that uh, when we looked at the results, 50% of the, of the pupils surveyed between 4th and 6th had a smartphone. Uh, 60% of them had social media accounts. But very startling was that 90% of them could access the internet on other devices. And it was on the other devices, like iPads, they were particularly involved in gaming and in social media. And I suppose that was a trigger for concern for us. When you say detox, it implies something toxic. So... When you think of the internet, what do you think is it that's toxic about it? Yeah, I suppose really what it is is that, you know, the amount of time that's spent on it can become toxic. And I suppose we wanted to get people back into the real world, going out, playing outdoors, playing games, playing your ordinary football, playing uh, board games and interacting with each other as well, building friendships. All those kind of things were are definitely more important. So what were the nuts and bolts of it then? Well, the nuts and bolts of it are that from Monday to Thursday, no uh, use of any devices. And a bit of a smile here. Yeah, yeah. It, yes, and when we had our um, night with Ger Brick, who you'll be talking to in the, mm-hmm. in the moment, one of the big things was that, that came up was, I suppose, that it shouldn't be, uh, you know, a, a full blown weekend of internet then once you've had your detox for the week that it's very important that I suppose parents would still patrol that and control it and that pupils would realise as well if I'm going to be on the internet all day on Sunday well then I'm going to be asleep on Monday which is a very important day at school. Typically four class would be 10 and fifth, sixth class 11, 12. Isn't it interesting that there was a difference in approach to the the detox Mm -hmm even within those age groups. Mm -hmm. You really have to get in early. You do, and I think that's why here in the school we're, you know, contemplating bringing bringing it into our consent form from even second or third class. The people that it was most difficult for were the sixth class, the present sixth class. They found it most 
difficult. Dennis, thank you very much. Okay, we'll be we'll back, back to you, later. yes, in a little while. Um, but Ger Brick is with me, and Ger is an internet safety expert. And Ger, when we think of the internet, we think about children meeting dangerous people online, being bullied, uh, and they are really, really important issues. But is the other issue that access to the digital world is eroding the quality of relationships between family members in our world now. It is the other issue, um, Brenda, and it certainly is eroding the the quality of relationships between family members. I guess since the arrival of the smartphone and tablets just over 10 years ago, I guess now, we've we've seen the arrival of a new problem, uh, a uniquely 21st century problem. Um, and that is while the world has become more connected, um, Um, people have become more disconnected, losing the art of conversation and real human interaction because we are spending more and more time on digital devices. So it's a startling statistic. The average person, I was reading a statistic a few weeks ago, spends uh, approximately eight hours online every day connected to the internet. Every day. uh, Connected to the internet. It's a startling statistic. And in the context of... Does that include work? um, No. 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 Okay, now I'm stunned. Yeah. Um, I guess it's the, the, the addictive nature of, of the internet. Um, at the risk of sounding boring for a moment, okay. um, the primary <laughs> factor, I believe, is physiological and that it's linked to the production of um, uh, the chemical, uh, chemical in the brain called dopamine. Um, it's, a, it's a sort of a feel-good hormone. It motivates us to engage in experiences that give us pleasure. So, for example, every time I pick up my phone, I get a little small reward. It might be a message from my wife. It could be a funny video on YouTube, a cool photograph on Instagram, the football score at half time. And every little reward I get increases the production of dopamine in my brain. And it creates... I guess a vicious cycle where I feel the urge to just keep wanting to access the internet and it gives me a fix or a hit. And so other factors that affect uh, our guests that make the internet addictive would be that the very devices that we use are designed to be addictive. They're constantly pinging us, they're constantly notifying uh, us, uh, which of course then gives us that urge to pick it up. And lastly, of course, the internet is rapid, rapid um, stimulation and it's instant relief from boredom and we naturally as human beings gravitate towards that because nobody wants to be bored. In the context of family life, it's resulting in families, parents, children just becoming more disconnected. Because our interac- our typical interactions with a digital device is normally one-to-one and it's mostly private, it impacts a lot on the other p- on people around us. Um, it impacts on and leaves other people, for example, when children are glued to their devices, it leaves parents feeling ignored, um, left out, being uh, hurt by, um, uh, by not having the attention of their children. And that inev- inevitably can lead to a lot of tensions between, um, between parents and children and members of the family. Let's meet Denise and her daughter Mia. Mia, I think you've been watching that for long enough now. Can you turn it off? Mia is in sixth class at the school. Mia, what are we looking at? Um, Cole and Seb, they're bloggers. They live in America and they basically just do like videos about their life and they had recently had a new baby. So they have lots of videos about her. They have an older girl, Everly. And you like looking at them? Like watching them, yeah. We let her watch it, yeah. The minute you start a conversation, it's they try to shut you down very quickly. Yeah, or you know, can we talk about that later? Or not now? Soon, mom? Or you know, it's very hard to get a conversation going. You really have to work hard at it. And 
it's hard to be in the mood for a conversation when someone's quite angry and upset that you stopped them doing something. So it's kind of, it all um, escalates to a fight. It's like a crisis every evening trying to get them off it and you dread that fight in the evenings when you come in because you know there's going to be a bad mood if they don't have their technology and it's upsetting. And you don't want to be that kind of a mom. You want to have the fun and there's less fun than before. So, you know, I don't like it from that point of view. But, you know, I know that there is a... I know that there's a balance and I know as a parent it's up to us to control it, but it can be hard after a day's work yourself to have the motivation to stop them when you're tired and you know it's going to be a fight and you have to kind of shore yourself up for that fight it sometimes it is easier to say you know what I've had a hard day I'm gonna just sit back and enjoy my cup of tea and let them on the technology and not have that fight this evening so yeah I'm sure other mothers feel like that too Mm. speaking of the cup of tea (laughs) you better make it can you put into words that frustration oh I think being a working parent especially as your kids get a little bit older, you expect them to pull their weight. And if you've left little jobs for them to do and they've got lost in technology and nothing is done when you walk through the door, that's another layer of anger that builds up on you when you come in and everything you've asked them to do has been forgotten and they're there sitting like couch potatoes. And uh, you just feel that frustration, that upset. Um, And like I say, it's nearly easier to just do the jobs yourself Mm. and get on with it than to always have the fight and the battle. Do you want a cup of tea, Mia? Yeah. She's listening to everything we're saying about her. Yes, I think she's going to be reformed from this conversation. (laughs) She probably didn't realise how upset her mother was. (laughs) Is it interesting, Mia, hearing your mum talk like that? Yeah. I've never heard her say any of it before. I've heard her, like, fight with me about it, but I've never, like, heard how upset she got over it. Mm. So Mia's going to do the detox programme, but have you any idea how long she would spend on social media a day, an average day? Yeah, I would say three or four hours, Mia. Yeah. Three or four hours. When you think of it, that's school. I know. That's getting home from school. I suppose you can see it creeping into your own life as well, oh, that yeah. your, your phone is always by your side and you're checking messages and you're checking. I notice myself um, when I visit my mom, she would often... Like she uh, would say, you're never off that phone. You're always looking at it. Yeah. What are you looking at for now for? And you're trying to explain, I'm keeping up with WhatsApp groups or I'm checking this or I'm checking that. And she just gets irritated with me. So I can understand from being a ch- her child, it, it irritates me when she's constantly saying, you're not talking to me, you're not talking to me, you're not talking to me. So me, you're online as soon as you come in from school. What's your routine? I usually go on it in the car home and then when I get in the door I go on it too so when I got my communion money I got an iPod with my money so that's when it started. Does it annoy you when mom or dad or whatever saying come on put it down come to the table have your dinner yeah come for a chat come out for a walk yeah really annoying when you're trying to listen to something and you can't hear because they're <laughs> screaming at you can you see it from mum's point of view? Yeah, because when she's on the phone, I get annoyed too. <laughs> Caught mommy. I know, exactly. Yeah, it is frustrating when someone is interrupting you or when you want to do something and someone's not available to you. I think we all have had that frustration. Would you say it's a big part of your life? Yeah, I'm on it, like, all the time, so... Would you know what Mia is looking at? I do 
you know, sometimes watch it with her. Like to me, sorry Mia, but it's mind-numbingly boring what she's watching and I can't believe that my children are interested in this and it's other people's lives and you're forfeiting your own life to watch these people living and and are these kind of reality things yeah it's like reality tv shows like um soul and cole and sab and they've had a new baby and they've had there's a little girl everly and why do you like it mia Uh, i don't know it's just interesting there you go see she finds it interesting interesting. you find it mind-numbingly boring (laughs) (laughs) waste of their time and giving them the wrong idea of what what life is like with a new baby in the house i think yeah Mm. So you're about to start this digital detox. What way are you doing it? Uh, I'm doing it from Monday morning to Friday, 3 p.m. and it's total detox. So the 3 p.m. is very important because you can go back on it at 3 p.m. on Fridays. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do to fill in the gaps then? Um, I'm going to try play outside more and maybe talk to my mom every evening a bit more. She's saying all the right things to me. She is. I'm delighted to hear that. (laughs) Mia used to love to read, and I've noticed that that's one of the things that's suffered since she's been um, more on her technology, that books take longer to get through. And she still reads, but she wouldn't read the same amount. So I hope that that will be something that will increase as well when she's when she's um, on her digital detox. So, Denise, you've signed up for the digital digital detox detox. programme. Why? Mm -hmm. So I suppose I just hope that it will um, encourage Mia to be more active, that we'll have less fights, that we'll have more fun times together and more time to to play and walk and just have fun that we used to have before that seems to, be, seems to have got a bit lost. So I'm looking forward to getting my daughter back again. That's very strong. That is That's very strong. strong. Yeah. I know it is. I know, isn't it? Yeah, mm. but it's just, yeah, mm. it is yeah. that when you just, yeah, when people don't want to talk to you and it's, the house is so silent, um, like I said, and, and it's a fight if you, if you take them off it. Um, I'm hoping that things will be much happier around here. So this is the iPad. We're handing it over to Mam, Mia. Bye, iPad. <laughs> <laughs> See you Friday. <laughs> so it'll go in here. Yeah. This safe spot, Brenda, and as you can, as you can see, I can lock this. Yeah, perfect. So the key's turned now, there so that's it. Yeah. I'll have to keep track of this key till Friday, and you can have it then. Might have to wear it around my neck. Yes. <laughs> that was Denise and Mia there, and they're now with me post-detox. So who will I go to first? I think definitely Mia. You've got taller in a month. How did that happen? I don't know. <laughs> it must be because you're outdoors more. Is that true? Yeah. Okay, so tell me, how did the detox work? Sometimes it was hard. It was harder when the weather was bad. Mm. Because when it was good, you could go outside and play. And do you remember you were saying to me that you would be on it in the car on the way home from school? Yeah, and now I talk to mom and tell her about my day and the way home. Was it difficult letting go of some of the vloggers that you'd been following and the reality sh- families on YouTube? I forgot about them, to be honest. And now at the weekends when I'm allowed on it, I don't really tune into them at all anymore. Denise, mm, yeah. um, how did it work for you? Following our conversation, um, one of the things that I was struck by was 
the emotions that brought up in me when I was really talking it out with you. And I think even her hearing that, that I was upset and that that I felt that we weren't connecting as much. I think that actually helped to kind of name it and to talk about it. And I don't know why I didn't think of having a conversation with her about it before. So it was it was funny that teasing it out with someone like you and her listening um, meant that she was upset that I was upset. Mm. I think that helped kind of... Sometimes I think we bottle things up and we don't necessarily talk it out. And when we did, it, it really helped as well. Like When we last spoke, we talked about coming home after a day's work mm. and you're a bit tired yourself and the chores haven't been done because yeah. people are online and mm. you're trying to, you're not up for the big argument. I mean, no one is that fond of chores in my house, unfortunately. <laughs> so we still have fights about the chores that aren't done. But at least I don't get the same sense of anger from her when she's being asked to do something. If she's doing something else and I'm calling her, she, there's more of a willingness to come and to do it than before, I think, for sure. One of the things you said, you don't mind us talking about you like this again, Mia, do you? No, I don't mind. <laughs> One of the things you said was you wanted your daughter back. You felt you'd lost something. Yes, definitely. Did that happen? How did it happen? I think that conversation bit that happened was helpful. And like I definitely felt it improved our relationship, to be honest. Like it sounds strange to say that, but it was actually true. Yeah. And would you agree with that, Mia? Have you any thoughts on that? Yeah, I think we talk a lot more now, even in the car. We like that and I can talk to my nana more when we're up there. So if mom ever goes out for a cycle, me and nana can talk. That's really nice. And it's funny, you talk about your nana and mm-hmm. the fact that when you go and visit your mum, she's gone, will you come off the phone? Yes. So have you improved, Denise? I'm not so sure I did, to be honest. <laughs> she hasn't improved, nana was just saying it last night to get off her phone. No, Denise, I know, you're home I'll have out. to take a leaf out of, yeah. yeah. Well, you see, I suppose when I'm in work, I don't check things that I need to check so when I come home then it's like oh I'll check when that's going on and I'll check when this is going on like different activities around the country or whatever and so I go on my phone and it drives my mother nuts yeah so yeah. I think you need to take a leaf out of Mia's book Ger you have been listening to Denise and Mia there uh, I think this is a happy outcome I think it's a great outcome it's um it's it's wonderful to see that there's a positive positive outcome to mm-hmm. coming from where you were to where you uh, where you were to, now, to where you are now um I guess you know what i'm what I'm listening to listening to denise and Mia it, it's very typical of so many families around this country so many families are struggling with this um, the first point I always make to parents is digital technology we're on a digital detox program but digital technology will always play a role in our children's lives it's going to play a much larger role in our li- in our children's lives than it has in our lives and I think the first point I always make to parents is to engage in our children's online world that part of their lives where they where they socialize with their friends the second thing I would say is um, it's, it's super important to um, just have clear rules, boundaries and structures in your home. I heard from the, in the clip about you perhaps locking the, um, locking the, the phone away. So um, that's an example of some, some rules and structures in your home. But there are so, some very simple things that parents should be doing. Certainly no phone, tablet or Xbox should cross the first step of any stairs in any home. If you live in a bungalow, go figure. Um, <laughs> What you're really saying is for parents just to grasp it. 
Exactly, mm. exactly. Grasp it and uh, take control. Take control of um, internet usage in, in 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 your house. We're responsible for for our children and everything that they do online, and it's important that we take control and manage that part of their lives until they're a little bit older and they're able to self-regulate a little bit more. The problem of what you've just said is that in order to do that, it takes a lot of time, thought and effort. But parents tend to be very busy, drop and collect and jobs. It does take a lot of effort. Yeah. There's no question about that. It's not easy and I don't mean to diminish it, no. but um, it's something we just have to do. Um, we, we have rules and structure for every part of our children's lives. The internet should be no different. And unfortunately, that does take effort. Denise and Mia, it's been such a pleasure hanging out with you and thank you for having me in your home. Is Mia reading more? That was a big thing. I don't think that really happened, to be honest, but I think that was more down to the weather because she was out and about more. Like, she did read, but I don't think she read more than she would have normally have read. Um, And I would have liked an increase in that, but like I said, the weather was good, so we have to make hay when the sun shines. They're good problems to have. They are. Um, So digital detox, is how did it work overall for you? What would you say? It worked really well, I think because we could just talk more and you could see that like you don't need those devices in your life and when they're taken out it can be so much better and what about Mm. you Denise it's obviously been very positive yes absolutely yeah I felt like we connected more we had more fun together and yeah it was just a joy really to have that time with Mia and you know I suppose she's in sixth class so I'm kind of feel like the time is not running out but you know they're getting older and, and that was a very special it was Easter was a very special this year because we had more time together as you move forward into the summer and into secondary school and all those things do you think Mia will have more control over device usage yeah I think it built a kind of an awareness in her to have a balance I think good luck in secondary school Mia thank you Brenda and thank you both for letting like family into your homes no problem it was a pleasure Well, Mia was not the only pupil taking part in the detox. There were around 169 other participants. Let's see how they got on. I have a Snapchat account on my mom's phone. I'm on YouTube and I I have a load of games as well. We were told about the detox and I was a bit like, oh God, do I have to do it? I like going on the internet and then it was a bit of a shock when I had to come off it for the whole week. I'd kind of be like, mom, can I have your phone? Oh wait, I can't because I'm on the digital detox, so... Did you find anything different? Yeah, I felt like I was a bit brighter and like a, more alert in school and I felt more awake and stuff. It was very difficult at the start. I was like, oh no, is this really happening? And Did you play a lot of games before you started the detox? I did, yeah. Like Fortnite and Ratchet and Clank. Isn't it kind of annoying? Say from your point of view, when you're doing really well yeah. and someone's saying, come down for your dinner, finish your homework, go out and play... Well, it's like not anymore because my I have my digital detox. So. Oh, did you want to do it? I didn't want to do it at the start. I couldn't really manage the first days, but my mum and my dad got me through it, so it was okay. How did they get you through it? They they kind of like kept me away from it and they said, oh, it's okay, you can go outside now and play a game of football with me. So I went out with my dad and I started playing football and said, oh, this is great fun. Did mum and dad say they noticed any changes? Yeah, my mum and my dad said that I got way better at my football and my soccer, so I thought so too. 
I got a bit less angry or my friends like if they were like playing a game outside and they didn't well they didn't pass the ball they didn't or they pass the ball or, yeah, yeah. Mm. I'd get mad at them if, when I was playing the game but now I'm okay you know I don't get cross at them at all I'm way happier and my parents are happy everybody's happy well every day I would just go home do my homework change my clothes and then I would just go downstairs and go like mom um, can I have tablet time? An hour, please? And I would always be begging her, and if she said no, I would just be, like, in a fog for the rest of the day. In a what? A fog. It's like when you're in a bad mood. I kind of took it out of my sister. If she tried talking to me, I would just be, like, like telling her to shut up and stop talking to me because I was in, like, a really bad mood. And if she tra- kept trying to talk, I would, like, push her. If my friend called on my door and asked if I could... Um, come outside sometimes if I was in an okay mood and most of my tablet time was finished I would just say yeah sure and I would put it away but if I like just got on I would be like tell her no then you heard about the digital detox I said no I'm not gonna do it but my dad forced me into it and what was it like for the first couple of days terrible I would mope around possibly read a book that I didn't really want to read did you stop caring about Roblox and all the different games you played yeah I always go outside and me and my friend were always discovering these new kind of bases because there's a fence next to my house with loads of bushes and stuff and we always crawl under fence and explore. So now you're having more fun with your friends. That sounds really good. I guess I feel better now. Dennis, what's the feedback you've got from the teachers, pupils, parents, everybody involved in this digital detox? Well, there's definitely a great sense of pride in the achievement. You know, it's been a a huge link from the home and the school, and we've all been working in partnership together. So it has had um, really positive effects, and there is a real feel-good factor about it, and a desire to continue as well, which is what we want. And thank you, Dennis Cronin, school principal, Ger Brick of inetsafetytalk.com, the school community here in Kenmare, for the warmth of your welcome. Thank you for listening. And this programme was produced by Eileen Hearn. For more information, check out rte.ie forward slash radio one forward slash like family.